Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur podcast. I am joined today by Natalie Kusa, who is a podcast guesting strategist and visibility coach who passes the mic to visionary entrepreneurs who are shaking up the status quo. She'll help you spin your messy ideas into your unique point of view so you can call in your best fit clients and do the meaningful work you are here for. And today we are going to be talking a little bit about podcast guesting and why it's such a powerful visibility and marketing method. And I feel especially for introverts. So welcome, Natalie. I'm so excited you're here. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Tara. So I would love for you to start by telling us a little bit about your story, kind of how you got started in business and why you love podcast guesting so much. So I actually started out as a social worker way back when. And while I was a social worker, I did some family therapy training. And I suppose I've just always been fascinated by people. Social work, I loved in some ways, but it's an unbelievably hard job. (laughs) So I burnt out pretty quickly. And I moved into service design for health and social care and then fundraising for nonprofits and worked my way all the way up to director of partnerships for a nonprofit. And I suppose that's where I got really passionate about messaging and how do we speak to people in ways that convey what we're really passionate about and what we think matters in the world and in ways that invite them to take action, which is all the same stuff that we have to do day in, day out as entrepreneurs, isn't it? It's all the same skills. I jumped into entrepreneurship actually after a colleague of mine died very suddenly and it was a real wake-up call for me because it was something that I'd wanted to do for years I'd always kind of put it on the back burner thinking oh you know I'm really settled in my job life's going well I'll do it one day it was always one day and then that happening just made me think well when is one day so I took the leap and here I am And I suppose the reason that I'm so interested in podcasting is two reasons. One is that listening to podcasts genuinely changed my life. It's how I found out about the world of coaching. It's kind of what gave me the courage to go ahead and start my own business. And then on the other side, guesting on podcasts can just be such a powerful way of sharing your message and growing your business and inviting people into your world. But I'm really passionate about it myself and I'm really passionate about supporting people, not just to guest on pods, but to do it in a way that calls their right people in. (laughs) Fast forward to today and that's what I'm all about. That is amazing. That's so powerful too that was that tragic circumstance because I kind of have the same thing it was 
I was kind of tinkering around as a side business, like, oh, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't, but I'm still at my salary job that was okay, but was soul training. (laughs) And then it was my parents passing away and realizing they passed away right at retirement age. And I'm like, they just worked and worked and worked and didn't get to enjoy anything. So that really shifts things and puts things into perspective for sure. I'm so sorry that was your experience. I didn't know that that happened to you. But also how incredible that you use that to then spearhead the work that you're doing now. It's phenomenal. It's so powerful. Life is way too short to do something that either you're not happy with, you're not fulfilled with. If you have dreams, go after them. Time is not promised. So I love that. Let's dive into podcast guesting because I know a lot of people who are maybe listening and are introverts and don't want to show up in that way. What are your best tips for just getting started doing that first podcast interview and overcoming any fear or anxiety that comes along with that? Yeah, oh, I love this question. So the first is... Well, I hear this so often from people that they think, okay, I'd like to guest on a podcast and they jump straight to the pitch. And their first question is, how do I pitch? What do I put in a pitch? That's kind of their focus. What I'd invite people to do is just take a step back. And I think the very first thing that you should think about is what would I love to have conversations about? Because once you know what it is that you want to share and what you'd like to have conversations about, Firstly, it really helps to ground you in why you're doing this, which I think then helps you kind of overcome the fears or the nervousness that is so, so normal. That's not a sign that you shouldn't be guesting on pods. Please don't wait until you feel completely confident that might never happen. You can be a really phenomenal podcast guest and still just feel a bit nervous. But the other thing that focusing on what you want to talk about does is that's the basis for your pitch. So when you're really clear what it is that you bring and what you'd like to speak about and what you'd like to have a conversation with the host about, use that as the focus for your pitch. Don't focus on selling yourself in your pitch. Focus on what is it that you can bring? Why should the host of the podcast care? And what does it offer to their audience? What's the value that you bring to their audience? That's the first thing that you should get started with. Oh, my God, I've completely forgot what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. Anyway, that was a decent answer. Yeah, that was really good. I feel like what you said kind of ties into, I'm always saying to introverts, especially clarity equals confidence. And I think that applies here. Like if you have clarity around your messaging and what you want to share and the value that you can add, I usually talk about clarity equals confidence in terms of if you have your system set up, you're going to be more confident getting a new client. Or if you have your offer, like who it's for, you know, the transformation, you're going to be more confident selling it. I think it's basically the same thing. It's like, if you have all of those foundational pieces. And it's so strange, like messaging is a big piece of everything we do as an entrepreneur. That is really the most important thing. Absolutely. And the messaging for podcast guesting 
is really thinking about what do your best fit clients need to hear from you? What is it that you can contribute that when your best fit clients are listening to the podcast, they can't help but think, oh, yeah, she's the one for me or he's the one for me as they're listening. That's the real core of speaking on a podcast. Anybody can do that. It just takes paying attention to, I'd suggest starting with the clients that you're already working with, that you absolutely love working with. What do they need to hear from you? Speak directly to them. Or if you haven't yet got paying clients, who would you love to work with? Do a bit of research, have a bit of a look at their website and their Instagram. And just think if you were speaking to them directly, what is it you'd love to say to them? That's a brilliant place to start. That's so powerful. And I think what you said earlier about how people first think about pitching and taking your mindset around pitching or even the interview itself from salesy to serving, I think is the key piece too. I know as introverts, we don't want to sometimes share our story because we feel like we're pitching or salesy and it just doesn't feel right, but focus on the serving and that's going to benefit you so much more and get the people listening to the podcast that much more interested in what else you have to offer. Yeah, it changes the tone of everything. It changes the tone of your pitch, how you show up and speak on the day. And it changes the energy of how people listen to you and experience you as you're speaking on a podcast. It's something that anybody listening that would like to guest on pods, if you focus on that today, you'll be doing great. That's a really, really powerful way of starting off as being a podcast guest. Yeah, I think of one other thing I just thought of, and I know I've struggled with this too, like when I first decided to launch the podcast was you hear some podcasts where people are maybe more extroverted. So they're more bubbly and loud and cheerful. And you feel like you have to show up in that way too. And it's just not true. I think both of us have a very low key energy right now and we're conversing and sharing so much knowledge and it's not over the top. Like you don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not like that is not going to attract the people that are going to resonate with you. Yeah. And I know even as a listener, but I have my favorite go-to podcast. And sometimes if I'm really kind of wanting that high energy extrovert experience, I've got some that I go to. And other times I'm wanting something a bit more calming or a bit more grounding or more thoughtful. Not that the extrovert energy can't be thoughtful, but you know, it can just have a very different vibe. So I think for people wanting to go on podcasts, but worrying, you know, I think maybe the worry might be, what if people think I'm boring? That's what I hear quite a lot. And it's the thing that no one wants to say aloud. So I'll say it for you. If you are listening to this thinking, yeah, but what if people do think I'm boring? I mean, honestly, maybe some people might. That's really not a bad thing. All that means is that they're not your people. When you show up exactly as you are, what it does is it brings in the people that are an absolutely perfect fit for what it is that you do in the way that only you can do it. So they will absolutely not think you're boring. They'll probably think you're really grounding 
validating or that they trust you, that if they come to you with their fears, you'll be able to hold space for them. Anybody can give a really, really good podcast interview for their right people. Even if the wrong people are listening, so they're not your ideal person and they do think you're boring, you're never going to know. It's not like they're going to email you and be like, oh, that was the most boring podcast episode I've ever listened to. It's just we get so in our heads about things. And I mean, if people are listening that think it's boring, they'll just turn it off. It's no big deal. No one's making them listen. So when you're pitching and speaking on pods, the one thing that I would recommend that you do is hold in mind the people that you are speaking to. The point isn't to try to bring in the people that you are worried might not be interested in what you're saying. The point is to leave them to one side and just speak directly to the people that you know really, really need to hear what it is that you're saying. If you do that one thing, you'll really make a difference to those right people. I love that. What would you say are your top tips for finding the right podcast to pitch or possible podcast that you would want to be a guest on? I love this question. I would start with your network. I'd start with the people that you already know. So either people maybe that you're in Facebook groups with or group coaching programs or, you know, those kinds of networks. If you don't know many people in those ways, that's no worries. What I would suggest you do to find people in your networks that either may have podcasts that you can go and speak on or be connected to pod hosts is have a look through your Instagram following and have a look through the people on your email list because they're the people that have already shown an interest in your work. So they're the people that are likely to either host pods or be connected to people that host pods, that other people that will be interested in your work already that they'll be linked already to those people. And then another way of finding aligned podcasts is two ways. Either look at your competitors. I hate that word, but it's the word that makes sense for what we're talking about. And just Google them. So Google their name and then podcast and have a look at the podcasts that they've already guested on. And I get asked this question quite a lot that people say, oh, but if the podcast has already had somebody on that does something similar to me, why would they want me on? Well, what you do is in your pitch, you show them, you say, oh, I know that you've already had such and such on the pod and that you had a brilliant conversation about and show that you've listened to the conversation. And then just say, what I'd love to bring is, and then show how it's either slightly different or maybe even how it builds on what the first conversation was about. Because then the listeners, if they're regular listeners to that podcast, they'll think, oh, great, I loved that episode. Now I'm going to listen to this one. It'll give me a slightly different perspective or it'll take me a step further in the process. That's a really simple way of finding podcasts that your right people are really likely to be listening to. What you don't want to do is just go and send a load of pitches to a load of random podcasts because you just can't really be sure whether or not your people are listening to those podcasts. I love that. I was just thinking like, I didn't even think about it in that way, but in the last week I've actually had two people email me about being a guest on the podcast and they referred back to a previous episode. They were like, I saw that you talked about copywriting with Lucy. And I'd love to add on that and speak more to conversion 
copy in particular or something. And I was like, that does show that you did research. You listen to it when you're putting your own spin on it. So I didn't even clue in that that's a really good tip. <laughs> so as a host, did that feel good for you to get those pitches that, you know, you can see the continuity across the different episodes? It did. Definitely. Yeah. I love when somebody sends a more personalized pitch and shows that they either know a little bit about me or the podcast, like that just boosts it way up in the list of pitches. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'll also share. So I've been doing a few as a host on Podmatch. Do you use Podmatch at all? I don't. I know some people have luck with them. I personally find them quite overwhelming. So I like just sending individual pitches. But yeah, go ahead. I'd, I'd love to hear, especially if you're really enjoying it, I'd love to hear a different perspective. Well, it's interesting because as a host, it's a little overwhelming, the number of pitches that you do get. So I did upgrade. I was registered as a host and as a speaker, and I never really did anything as a speaker until a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I'm going to send a few pitches or messages for some of these podcasts that I've bookmarked. So I sent four in one day. And at the end of the day, I had three booked. I was like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) And I feel like they're really good fit because I'm very picky about who I pitch to, like what podcasts. So I really did my research on them and listened to them, made sure that they were a good fit and then sent the pitch. But yeah, that was shocking to me. I was like, that's really good odds. (laughs) So maybe I should start using it more. (laughs) Yeah, congrats. That's fab. So I know you have Pod Dam, and I have listened to this. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about what that is for the listeners. Thanks. I'd love to. So Pod Dam is a free private podcast, and it's really designed for people that are wondering whether podcasting is a good fit for them. Then, if it is, well, how do they get started? <laughs> what are the first few things they should be thinking about? So it's five episodes. You can grab it from my website and it will help you with things like what I wanted it to do was to overcome some of the challenges that I see stopping people from ever sending a pitch or even going on a podcast. I hear so often from people that they would love to be a podcast guest, but they haven't got a freebie yet. And I just don't think you need a freebie to do podcasting really successfully. In Poddam, I share ideas of what you can share at the end of episodes if you don't have a freebie. So it's that kind of stuff that will just really help you get started and give it a try and see if you even like it. That's awesome. I feel like the mindset obstacles are definitely what we use to hold ourselves back from trying things. Before I launched the podcast, I wanted to do a podcast for about two years. And I was like, oh, nobody will listen. I'm boring. I don't like my voice. All these things in my head to prevent me. And then I just decided, you know what? I'm going to do it. If people listen, great. If not, it'll give me content to use (laughs) on other channels. And I just want to say thank you for sharing that because there's that, what if people think I'm boring fear again? I just hear all the time. And look at what you're doing. You're creating this wonderful podcast that so many people love listening to. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that as well. I hope people find that validating if they're listening with the same kind of mindset stuff going on. Yes. And I will say too, you will get better over time. 
I know for the launch, we dropped the first four episodes on the launch day for the podcast. And I went back and listened to them. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are terrible. (laughs) I sound like I'm not confident at all. It's just not great, but you do get better. The more interviews you do, the more practicing you do, the more messaging work you do to really get clarity around what you want to say and share, it will get better. So even if you do one and you feel like that wasn't great or it didn't go very well or you messed up, it's okay. For sure. That's also why it's a great idea to get started with people in your network, because you're likely to turn up feeling a bit more comfortable and a bit more confident than if you just sent off a pitch to somebody that is completely random to you. That's why I always suggest get started with people in your network as well. This is contradicting myself because I'm a really big believer in only speaking on aligned podcasts. And by that, I mean podcasts that your right people are likely to listen to and to trust. But the only caveat to that is if you want to guest on podcasts but you are feeling a bit nervous or unsure you can just go on either a very small podcast or a podcast that's hosted by a friend just to build up that confidence before you start pitching aligned pods it's the only reason that I would suggest doing that otherwise I just don't want you wasting your time and effort and energy speaking on pods that aren't likely to actually grow your business. I love that about your network because I've had, I think, two people on the first season of the podcast who were in my introvertpreneur club membership and they'd never spoken on a podcast before. And I was like, well, come on the podcast with me. I'll make it easy for you. And don't worry, we'll edit it. I'll lead you through the whole thing. So that was a really great way for them to get started and dive into it with somebody that they knew and were already comfortable with. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. And I would love for you to share a little bit more about the pod squad as well. So the pod squad is a self-paced program. Once you buy it, you get immediate access to all of the content. And there are also hot seat coaching sessions. It's for people that want to get booked on their first or next podcasts, but do it in a way right from the beginning that means they know exactly what they're talking about. It will guide you through developing your core conversation topics. They want to write really good pitches. It's got templates in there. I share a couple of my own pitches and walk you through line by line, showing why I included what I did and why I phrased it in certain ways. And then there's hot seat coaching at least twice a month, sometimes more often, depending on the month. So you can literally just come and bring any mindset stuff, any questions. I'll look over your pitch live on the call. Or most people bring their conversation topics. So most of the calls are focused on the messaging because that really is the most essential thing to get right. It's the difference between guesting on a load of podcasts, having a great time, but not really seeing any clients coming through or guesting on a few really well-targeted podcasts and waking up to DM saying, tell me more about this thing that you were talking about, or I'd love to work with you. So that's the pod squad. And then you also have a VIP day. Is that kind of the same format, but more done for you kind of service? So the VIP day is obviously a private experience and the VIP day is designed for people 
that usually have already guested on a few podcasts. So they already know that they like it. And we spend the time together. So we do exactly the same things. We develop their signature conversation topics. But yeah, then there's a done for you element. I write a bespoke pitch template for you. I record a walkthrough to show you how to edit it for different opportunities. And there's a whole load more done for you stuff in there as well. But I'd say that if people are just starting out, the pod squad is probably the best fit. And if they've already been guesting and know that they love it and really want to go all in on making this a really core strategy for themselves, then Amplify the VIP day is perfect for them. Yeah, I was reading some of your testimonials on the VIP day page about the results people have gotten from the pitches that you've prepared for them. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I might need that. (laughs) It's a really fun offer. I absolutely love it. Because it's very intimate. I get to know people's businesses pretty well. And we have enough time together that we develop messaging that is truly bespoke to what it is that you want to talk about. The way that I describe the signature conversation topics is that they bring together what you want to be known for with what your right people need to hear from you. People arrive not knowing the answers to either of those questions, mostly. And by the end have really powerful conversation topics that they love and that they can't wait to talk about. So then they walk away with all the confidence and the motivation to really make podcast guesting a really core visibility strategy for their business. That's really powerful. And I feel like because messaging ties into so many aspects of your business, like getting that clarity on what you want to be known for and the pitch and the topics, I feel like that can even help you then recharge your messaging on your website and your offers and your sales pages and your email messaging. So it's even beyond that. It's so valuable, even beyond podcast guesting, having that clarity. Yeah, sure. I've had clients that have used the core conversation topic to do all of that. (laughs) And even just to make their content easier on Instagram, it's just a different way of thinking about how you talk about or write about what it is that you do throughout everything in your business. So I have to ask a question and it's kind of for me, but I know there's a lot of multi-passionates out there too. So what would you say to somebody who comes to you for a VIP day and is like, I have all of these very different topics, all of these very different offers. Is there a way to make that easier? The messaging piece for people who maybe have their hands in different things. There is. And I love that you've asked this question because so many of the people that come to me ask exactly the same question. What I recommend is that you have two types of conversation topics. I call the first one a gateway conversation topic and the second one a targeted conversation topic. The gateway conversation topic, if you think of it as just a very general introduction to you, your interests, your work, it means that you can bring in all of the disparate ideas and share them in one place without worrying that you need to be too specific because the targeted conversation topics are the very specific conversation topics. So it will make absolute sense to listeners. I think this is something that people worry about as well. They say, oh, you know, won't it be confusing for people? But I think that One of the most amazing things about guesting on podcasts is it gives people the opportunity to connect with you as a person, not just 
your work in the way that, you know, a sales page absolutely needs to be specific in order to give people the information they need to make a decision about whether the thing is right for them. Whereas a podcast interview, as long as you come as yourself, you can share really diverse conversation topics in one interview. And the thread that pulls them all together is you. So what we do is we we kind of take a bit of a step back and think, well, what is the really fundamental thing that you want to share that kind of ties everything else together so for you Tara you're speaking directly to introverts right across everything that you do so you could easily go on a podcast and talk about a whole different range of ways of looking at the experience of being an introverted entrepreneur and share about lots of different offers But if what you're doing is keep bringing it back to the experience of entrepreneurs that are introverts, it will make absolute sense for the people that are listening. And then if you want to, you go on different podcasts or maybe even a follow up interview on the same podcast and talk about one aspect in far more detail. That is awesome. I love everything you said there. And that totally resonates because I know a lot of people feel that way. They're like, oh, I have to niche down to like one specific topic and then my entire business has to revolve just around that and that can make them feel a little overwhelmed (laughs) so I love the example that you shared for me and I'm going to use that (laughs) (laughs) great yeah (laughs) go for it well thank you so much for being here this was amazing we're going to have all of Natalie's links for her VIP day for the pod squad and for pod dam which is free for you to sign up for if you want to get started and are just thinking about guest speaking on podcasts, but you have some mindset obstacles that are maybe holding you back. I would definitely sign up and listen to that. So thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. Thanks so much for having me, Tara. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.